0: Hello, and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, as well as school, work, and other things life likes to throw our way. In these episodes, religious topics such as growing closer to God, maturing in our faith, as well as general ones like college difficulties, and navigating new experiences in life will be covered. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. everyone welcome back to another episode of joyful heart before we get into this episode i just wanted to share some places that you can find joyful heart on other social media platforms i feel like i never cover this and since content creation is like mini part-time job kind of my hobby i feel like i should make it more well known so You can find Joyful Heart on Instagram, Spotify, Facebook, which is like a private group, and Pinterest. I will include the link tree for Joyful Heart so that it will be easier for you all to find instead of just spelling everything out. So again, I will have everything linked in the description so that you can check Joyful Heart out on other social media platforms. You know, I just wanted to share if you'd like to see more visual content that I create and post. I tend to post most frequently on Instagram, but I'm also trying to step up my Pinterest activity. So check it out. Now, back to this week's episode. As you can probably tell from the title of this episode, we are going to be diving in to the topic of working and living without rewards. This is something that is fairly common Yeah, I feel like most people dread these types of situations. These are the type of situations in which you are working on something, but not getting a lot or any kind of rewards from them. These rewards are kind of subjective and kind of up to you as what you see as a reward. But it can be things like money, notoriety, acknowledgements, praise, etc. I wanted to talk about this because it's something that is more common than we often realize, and it's often a vital part of our walk with the Lord. So when I was thinking of what to talk about this week, the topic kind of came to mind. Or I guess you could say that God placed a topic on my heart of working towards the unknown. The way I see this is in multiple ways in my life. A general and applicable way to kind of think of it is school. Even though I am getting my bachelors in a specific study, that's not a guarantee that this will be my future life work and my future career. The numbers honestly differ depending on where you look and what time. But for the most part, people don't usually end up working in the field that they initially studied in. I think for one survey that I looked into, I think it was 2013, so it's pretty Old, but it's at like 27% actually go into the field they're studying in. So unless you're studying something very specific, like, I don't know, I guess like STEM majors, or if you want to be a teacher or a dentist or doctor, usually you kind of go in with that. But it's never a guarantee that this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life. For a small tangent, I think it's just so weird how we are kind of forced to decide what we want to do for the rest of our lives in our late teens and early 20s. As if most of us even know what we want to do for the rest of our working adult life. Also, most people usually work a few jobs before they get the jobs related to their major or what they actually want to do in life. Even though I personally have never changed my major while in university... What I wanted to do career-wise is so much different than it was my freshman year of university. Like, I can be so indecisive. Like, why do I have to make these major decisions right now, knowing that I have no idea what I'll even do in the next five years? Okay, tangent over, back to the episode. (laughs) If you kind of look at it as a big picture, with college, we are working very hard to an unknown reward. Yes, we do get a physical reward being our diploma, but the diploma isn't a guarantee to the true reward of a future job, a future career. And I'm not trying to scare anyone. It's more of just a fact of life at this point. We work hard from anywhere to two to four years without any instant reward. There are so many sleepless nights, working on assignments, and studying for tests that we don't know the actual end goal of. But we honestly have no other choice but to invest into our education and our futures with the hope that everything will work out for us. For a more personal story of working without rewards, I often think of social media. As of right now, I don't really get any rewards with social media. And before anyone gets confused, this isn't supposed to come off as like a person complaining about not getting enough likes or not being verified or not being popular in social media. Like that's that's not the case at all. I really it, it doesn't matter. I'm OK as I am. But if you look into the psychology of it and into science, our brains kind of seek rewards and behaviors and actions, thus needing motivation to keep on going. Essentially, our brains need dopamine to motivate us to even get out of bed. Without motivation and rewards, we often see certain things as pointless and like a waste of time. Like there have been many studies done with like rats and they will give them a reward one time for pressing a button, but then not the other. And when it's so like on again, off again, I I forgot how it goes, essentially, like I'm failing as a psychology student. But when you get that constant reward, you're so much more motivated to give your full effort because you're like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. and I know I'm getting rewarded. Whereas if you sometimes get rewards, it's you'll probably keep going, but your motivation might slow down. If you're getting no rewards, what's the point? You know, you have to kind of think of how our brains are wired as humans. We seek rewards, and to get those rewards, we need motivation to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yet, many things in life don't give out rewards. I'm going to include the article that I read about this in the description of this episode but essentially dopamine is the key chemical in our brains that kind of kickstarts our motivation which is going to be necessary if we are working without any kind of rewards whether they just don't exist or maybe we don't know if or when we will receive them kind of back to my original point of social media i have been posting on joyful heart consistently for almost about a year now. I think it'll be a year in either April or May. Now, I don't know why God has me doing this. I don't know if this will turn into a full-time job of content creation or if it will always remain kind of like a side gig job or hobby. You know what I'm saying? As of right now, I kind of post for free and I don't make any money, which is fine because that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's fine. I'm not making money. I really enjoy it. I like being able to be creative and to reach out to people and just kind of get more out of my comfort zone. And more importantly, just to spread the things that God places on my heart in order to glorify him. Like, that just makes me really content and happy. And I really love posting on Joe for Heart and being able to be like a mini content creator. I really, truly enjoy that. Like, I wouldn't do it if I didn't and you know maybe you don't create content maybe you don't even have social media but I think we can all pinpoint a situation or scenario where we're kind of working towards something but we don't know why we don't know if we'll get rewarded we don't know if there will be a big payout we don't know you know not saying that we don't know if it's worth it but we just don't know why we're doing this we don't know why God brought us to this place. We don't know why God, you know, accepted us into this position. We don't know why God brought these people into our life. We don't know why God took these people out of our lives. We don't really know what the reward of our work will be all the time. And as I was just talking about, to make it more applicable, you know, because I know not everyone's really into social media. Totally get that. It's very annoying sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes God will bring people or situations into our life. We may not understand why, but we do know that it's all a part of God's overall plan for our lives. Something else important to bring up when discussing rewards is that we are not meant to always be showered in every single reward possible. Some rewards simply are not meant for us. I was listening to this really good sermon. And of course, I will have this link down below for anyone who wants to check it out. Essentially, the pastor was talking about how as humans we can get very greedy over what we think we deserve, and sometimes we end up taking things that are meant for the Lord. The story comes from Joshua 7, where a man named Achan, now I'm not sure if this is the correct pronunciation, as you may not have noticed, kind of struggled with that sometimes, so Achan Akon. Regardless, this man took what was meant for the Lord. Yet, as we can see a few, I think actually it's like the next chapter after Joshua seven, if he had just been patient for his due rewards, they would have come in the battle literally after the one they just finished. And I walk with the Lord. We all need to shift from thinking, okay, what can I get from this to how can I glorify God? How can I be of use to the Lord instead of always thinking of ourselves first? Because this is not to say that the Lord won't reward or bless us. God is a great father and a great shepherd. He is always looking out for us and so ready to bless us. I mean, every day that we wake up healthy, alive, happy with a roof over our head, food, we are being blessed by the Lord. So that's not what I'm saying. We just might not always receive earthly rewards. Maybe it's a heavenly reward that he is storing up for us. I kind of was thinking of this topic a little bit when I was reading through Ruth, which, of course, I mean, you should read through the whole Bible. But I think the story of Ruth is just very beautiful. And the end when you see how things worked out. And the story of Ruth is often the epitome of working without rewards because when she left her people and her own gods, she didn't know what would come about it. You know what I'm saying? In the story, after Ruth loses her husband, her brother-in-law, and her father-in-law, She is given the choice, kind of, to either return to her own people and her own gods, as I said, or to stay with her mother-in-law, Naomi. Her sister-in-law decided to return to her own people, but Ruth was so determined to stay by Naomi's side and accept her people and her god. A kind of spoiler alert, but through all of Ruth's loss and trials and just working throughout life not knowing why God was doing certain things or bringing people into her life why she was losing certain people Ruth ends up being in the direct lineage of David thus also in the lineage of Jesus the promised Messiah in her lifetime she probably had no idea the rewards that would come years after her life Sometimes we have to put in work solely for God, maybe for others or the next generation or two after us. The rewards may not always be instantaneous and for you at this moment in time. Sometimes we've got to work hard for things, for rewards that will come in the next few days, months, years, generations. We just don't know when they will arrive. Now, you may be thinking, okay, that sounds good. Got to work towards things. We don't always get rewarded. But how can I stay truly motivated and determined to keep going without rewards? Usually, you know, when we know that our brains kind of need and feed on rewards. How do we keep the motivation? How do we even get motivation in the first place? Because with everything going on, like I've just been feeling so unmotivated and so just drained and so just like how do we just keep on going so I'm gonna answer that (laughs) so if you're looking for just a quick fix that would be to boost your dopamine levels which honestly I don't know how I think it was just you know staying consistent and of course I mean my goodness you can go on google and search it up i'm sure there's hundreds of ways you know and you know i always say seek out medical and scientific ways because i am not licensed in anything so i don't want to give out any advice and people are like it doesn't work i'm like okay i don't know really what i'm talking about but there are people who do know what they're talking about we're licensed and trained and educated so that is a quick fix but being a quick fix It's just kind of like slapping a bandaid on, you know, it's going to help from time to time. But what do we know in life? Nothing is ever as stable as we think it is. You can be so motivated at the beginning of the day and so unmotivated by the end. You know, we are humans. We have capacities. There's only so much we can do. So instead of just getting a quick bandaid to put over it, As I was saying, it's not a permanent solution for a couple of reasons. One, we are human and prone to failure. We get tired. We need rest. Sometimes it is so hard when your mind is kind of like working against you, especially when you realize that the flesh is often working against you, trying to keep you out of the word, trying to tell you lies and to kind of pull you back into cycles of sin. And two, some people can't just boost their dopamine like others. Sometimes people have kind of chemical imbalances or just other things where it's not as easy as looking it up and solving all your problems. So the long-term answer, you may ask, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. It is impossible, impossible to find an everlasting source of motivation apart from God. It simply cannot be done. We simply cannot, we cannot because sometimes our brains are wired to find a way to make us think that an action is a complete waste of time. We need to depend on the Lord to give us motivation, to keep going without rewards, to keep going even when you are so confused, and to keep going when life just feels like you're walking through like a foggy forest, you know, you can't really see what's in front of you, you don't have time to look behind you, but you know, you got to keep going forward. Times like that, you know, when maybe you're sitting like, God, what is the point of this? Why am I doing this? Because it, I mean, our brains. Our brains often search for answers and reasons like, why are we doing this? What's the point? And when you cannot think of that point, we need to turn to God because he knows all the answers. We are constantly told, do not lean on your understanding. Do not lean on what your brain comes up with because our brains are limited. Our brains are puny compared to the Lord. Our wisdom is limited that's why we need to completely trust in the Lord because he knows all. And he says, "Hey, I know you're confused, but you don't have to have everything figured out. Trust me, I have it figured out." And as I was posting on Instagram today, um, let me see. The verse that I posted about, I feel like it very much fits in with this. So even though I didn't plan to, I'm going to talk about it and just include it real quick before we get into the verses we were supposed to talk about. But it's from 1 Corinthians 14, 33. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Matthew 19, 26. And looking at them, Jesus said to them, with people, this is impossible but with God, all things are possible. Second Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell within me. Therefore, I delight in my weaknesses and in insults and in distresses and persecutions and difficulties in behalf of Christ, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Philippians four nineteen, And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory, Christ Jesus. And the last one for today, Isaiah forty one ten, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will also help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We need God to get through the ups and downs of life. God will supply the motivation you may need to simply just keep pushing. Not every action is guaranteed a reward and we need to be willing to accept that and trust that God knows where he is leading us in life. Maybe the reward is just for us. Or maybe it's for future generations in the case of Ruth. It is not easy, but at the same time, it is not impossible. Place your full trust in God and let him show you the way. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. All the links that I mentioned can and will be found in the description of this episode. I hope that you all have a great rest of your day and a blessed week. Bye. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, as well as for the private Facebook group. I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll catch you next week. Bye guys.